Hey guys, what's going on? Jacob Westbrook here. This is the first official episode of Muttcast. Austin, myself, and Swag205 all worked really hard on this last night, so please be kind in your reviews. This episode is not as clean sounding as I wanted it to be, and I apologize for that. I'm trying to make this intro really short because I go into this much later at the break point. In today's episode, we talk launch week stuff, we talk journeys, not the solos, we just talk Carson Wentz. We'll get more into the solos next time, because by then, most all three of us will probably have done them, uh, and Alex will have done them. None of us have done them yet, so we're not there. We can't say exactly what's in the solos, we just know how many there are, and we know about how long it should take. We talk promos, we talk all sorts of crazy stuff in this episode, so with that, let's get to the show. Alrighty, hey everybody, welcome back to the, well I guess welcome to the first official episode of Muttcast Weekly. Here I've got 205 with me. Yep. And we've got Austin. Hey, what's up? And we're here to talk <clears throat> journey, power-ups, and all sorts of other stuff from Mutt Launch this week. So let's jump right into it. 205, let's talk about power-ups a little bit. Yes, what is that that you want to know, sir? Well, just tell us a little bit more about them, so we can actually all, like, get on the same page. Well, from what I've noticed, it's kind of, I'm not going to say it's a risk, it's just like, it's a gamble. I don't want to call it a risk, because there are some cards I feel like will be better. You know, Le'Veon Bell, Ezekiel Elliott, um, you know, the stat pad guys, and then, you know, the fan favorites that we all know for sure are going to get cards, like right now. Jalen Ramsey's card is ridiculously priced right now on the auction block because he is the best corner in the game right now. You know, there are some cards that there are some that you can probably make and get to their highest overall for upwards of maybe 200 training points. It's just the fact that you have to pay a nice chunk of coin for the maybe the last card. So basically, what I'm asking is, who are the best power-up options to you at this point? You're asking for a top five, in my opinion? I'm asking for a top five, in your opinion. I mean, these first two are going to sound biased, because I'm a Steelers fan, but Le'Veon and Antonio, for sure. Jalen, Jalen Ramsey, Luke Keekly, and Bobby Wagner, and two outsiders... I would say it would be Odell and Julio because we all know that they're going to get cards throughout the year. Wide receivers get cards throughout the year more than most other positions, right? And you know what? I forgot a third honorable mention would be David Johnson because I'm sure he's going to have a huge season this year. And he's probably yeah. going to have a plethora of cards after the fuck job EA gave him last year. Yeah, David Johnson's a fan favorite too, so I, I, I'd probably expect him to get a lot of cards. Okay, so now that we've gotten basically the gist of power-ups out of the way and all that, um, we'll have something in the show notes, like a little chart for you. or well, I'll, I'll write it all in the uh, show notes in the show description. 
So how did the game feel to you guys? I don't know as much because 205 played on Xbox and EA Access. And maybe I have a good idea because I feel like with on PS4, a lot of people, I mean, 90% of people on PS4 are just playing for the first time either last night or today. 205's probably run into people online that are starting to get used to the game. But it feels like on the PS4 end, it's like I've played, I think, six online head-to-head games. And it feels like me and the opponent have been feeling it out every single game. Like It feels way different this year. In a good way, but it feels way different. Alrighty, 205? I noticed that there are some... There's still some stuff going on that, uh, you know, has I guess has been legacy issues over the years. But other than that, I think the Xbox team... The Xbox side right now is more geared because, you know, we had, you know, the EA access and then I feel like more of the competitive side players were playing it early because they got the game early. And, you know, I believe the mass majority of the um, competitive community is on Xbox, I believe. It's pretty much all of them, I think, but I'm not sure. Yeah, I'd have to look. I'm not absolutely positive on that note either. So, I've got a few notes here. The game, uh, this is from August 1st. The game felt sluggish, but now that we're uh, actually, like, into the launch and everything, it feels a little bit different. It feels way better than it did last year at this point. Like, at this point, it felt like it looked nice, but it wasn't, like, it it feels more put together at this point last year like this feels like a game that actually could be launched and be successful whereas last year there were so many issues right up until the end of 18 basically that it felt really really that if 18 felt really really awful whereas 19 already feels 10 times better by comparison if they were not to put out any other patches okay go ahead no go ahead 205 you got it I feel like um, after you kind of get over the the real player motion, because, I mean, obviously, after playing Madden for years and years, we're not... It's definitely an adjustment. Yeah, we're not accustomed to, like, you know, like, cutbacks that you can do now. You know, I've been noticing, even in playing solo challenges, I've been noticing, like, wide receivers breaking free and, you know... Wide receivers actually getting jammed at the line by, you know, press corners and stuff like that. And then, like, corners seem to be, like, you know, more fluid with their movement. So it's like, even though you might have a slow corner on that side, they still have the ability to catch up once they get going, like in real life. Yeah, and then going back to, like, the realistic side of the game... I feel like, uh, so I mean, along with real player motion, that's obviously in the game, but just like certain formations that have been called forever, and especially like last year, I know Tampa 2, just like a base shell Tampa 2 was super popular last year. It feels like this year, and and I've seen it in a couple of games, someone could come out in a stock cover 2, and the wide receiver could just burn them. Because they're sitting in a cover two. Like last year, that never happened. So I feel like you have to actually play like the right kind of zone to combat certain passing schemes now. Whereas last year, it didn't really feel like that. Yes, because the the popular defense was middle linebacker, deep blue. Just play Tampa two. 
and you know Tampa two shell and just let it ride. That's what I did all last year. So well, what I did was a little bit different than most people. I sat in a lot of uh, cover three sky, I guess, and uh, I made the cloud flat or the hard the curl flats cloud flats, and that was my way to combat the the C route glitch or not glitch but the C route meta. And it stopped almost pretty much everything else, especially once we got later into the year. Other notes I had, like you said, 205, the real player movement is freaking awesome. It's, okay, put it, saying it like that is not doing it justice at all. It's fucking awesome. Like, it's amazing. There you go. <laughs> it's do, it doesn't know justice. It really does not, like, do it justice to say it's just freaking amazing. It's fucking awesome. Another thing I had was there's a lot for solo grinders to do this Madden. Like, if you're a huge solo grinder, this Madden is great for you because we already have what? I know Journey has 173, Campaign has 83, Gauntlet has 65. It's about 400. Uh, it's, it's like 400 and uh, I believe uh, I got these numbers from Texas Boy, Texas Boy video earlier. I think it's like oh, yeah, I saw that, 400 yeah. and uh, about 463 that you can do off rip. Exactly. You know, I mean, yeah, you have to reach level 30 to do the journey solos, which we'll get more to, into in a little bit. But it feels like there's way more for uh, sol for solo grinders this year than there was at this point last year. Market isn't really over-the-top crazy. Like, okay, the higher overall cards, like the Ramseys of the world, all that, yeah, they're going for high because <laughs> Ramsey's the best corner in the game behind i think the power up marcus peters like outside of the legends i'm not counting legends in that discussion because i have the campaign uh power up he's he's picked off everything that's almost been sent his, like almost everything that's been hit, sent his way market isn't over the top crazy card animations this year amazing card animations this year oh my gosh like i remember in the group chat we have it started it's we started blowing up about it because it was freaking I, I fucking I don't even know what to say about it. It was just <laughs> great. Like they were. Well, great. I mean, I, they they I think they kind of um in a way I feel like they kind of took it. They kind of combined what FIFA was doing and a little bit of 2K, just a little bit of 2K. Except I know on FIFA like the cards, if you get like a high overall card, I believe they call them. Uh, I think they're like walk. Walk off cards or something on uh, FIFA. Oh uh, yeah, in FIFA, if you get a really high overall card, they do like like they run out from behind the card and they like run up to the screen and then it's supposed to this like dramatic. Which I heard a rumor that that might be in this game still, and they might be saving it for like really high overall cards, but I don't know. Like the Ultimate Legends and stuff like that. Yeah. Which that would be really awesome. Um. Another thing I noted, I like them putting the pack odds in the game. Like, the pack odd stuff, when you press more info, Y on Xbox, Triangle on uh, PS4, it w it's really helpful this year to know, oh hey, I have this much chance of getting this card. I have this much chance of getting this type of card. And it's just, it really, really helps out the, so the uh, pack buyers, I think. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but... That's what I think, anyway. I'm just scrolling through the auction house right now. Somebody already has... Uh, this is completely random. There's already two 
Um, Master David Johnson is from the head-to-head on the auction block right now. That's ridiculous. I can't believe people have already played head-to-head that much. I mean, I don't know. Well, I think uh, a lot of people, a lot of PS4 people that got the game early got to jump on solo battles. Oh, yeah, that's a huge And there were a lot of people that um, got a lot of what you call and they were already playing like draft champions and stuff like that. They're handing out trophies like crazy, it seems like, this year. So what I'm assuming, I'm going to assume that they're going to bring out uh, I'm hoping they're going to bring out more masters, you know, for trophy sets this year. I'm assuming they are. Um, by the way, it looks because they're kind of just handing out trophies. And I, I feel would, like I solo battles it, yeah. is definitely like. Um, I would say I feel like it's good because. If you say, you know, you're out of town for the weekend, and you can't really play weekend league that week. At least you're guaranteeing yourself some type of coin, some type of reward, you know, and then, you know, you can double dip on some weekends and get you some weekend league coin and some solo battle coin. So, yeah, packs seem decent this year. At least that's what I've noticed. Like, they seem really a lot better than they were this time again last year. Yeah, kind of stealing um, something that I saw. Well, so just from what I've seen on YouTube videos and stuff, the gold premium packs seem like they have tremendous like odds right now. Like I've seen more elite pulls out of gold premium packs on YouTube videos than I have out of elite player packs. So, I mean, that's pretty interesting. And then... Arguably one of the greatest value packs they've ever given us, which is I pulled an 87 Justin Houston out of it. I know a lot of people have pulled good cards out of it, but that 150-point elite fantasy pack to start the year was a really nice, like, right-off-the-bat pack, too. So I think packs are off to a good start this year. I believe I got... Who did I get out of mine? I did get a good card out of mine. I can't even remember who it was. I had to load up and look, but... I know out of my loyalty pack, I got AJ Bouye, and I powered him all the way up. So that's one power up fully down. You got Bouye out of your loyalty? Oh my goodness! Yeah, lucky. I bet I got freaking Miles Garrett and uh oh, who is the other one? Uh, I got Mar- Marcus Peters, which I already had Nat. So I was kind of like, well, this is a hat on a hat there, EA. Yeah. While we're uh, you know on the subject of these packs, though. So the training point thing, um, the training points is a really, really big thing this Madden for power-ups. So I feel like training points with the way solos are and then they have training point solos for the week. I feel like training points are easy to obtain, except it just boils down to the point. Do you want to go, you know, and try to get lucky and snipe a card and get... The uh, I believe the max amount you can get is like twelve hundred. Let me go look at this um, stuff that Alex flew in real quick. Okay, it's broken down by let's see if you get ninety overall, which is pretty much one hundred and ten k. That's twenty two hundred skill points. So that twenty two hundred skill points would be good enough to fully power up a few cards but the risk is do you just want to buy the card and keep it 
or do you want to just sell the car for skill points? I mean, do y'all do you guys feel like that's a fair trade? I definitely think, and it's a little early on in the PS4 side to kind of look at the market and see how coins and training are affecting each other. But I feel like it does add like another variable to it. And um, I know some other YouTubers were talking about uh, like how to like play the market this early on and stuff. And we don't really know where the values of cards are going to go. Because the one thing we know is like the we're starting to find out is the coin to training kind of ratio that you were talking about. So it's going to be interesting to look at, but I think training's cool. I think choosing your own chem is cool on cards. I hated seeing a card that I really liked and then looking at the chem and seeing it had nothing to do with my scheme and then not being able to buy the card. So at least you don't have to worry about that now. Well, yes, also with those cards like that, you can also. If you decide to switch, you don't have to, like, sell your whole team. You can just go in and, you know, switch all the necessary pieces that you need. Right. Well, that's a lot of good points there. Um, another thing I noticed while we're on the subject of improvements from 18 to 19, um, I noticed the rewards for solo battles, uh, excuse me, the rewards for solo battles were fucking amazing. Another thing I found fucking amazing, like, they really went all out this year on trying to improve the game, because I guess they heard, they were like, they listened to us last man and were like, yeah, these guys aren't that happy with the game, so let's try and basically give it an overhaul. And I felt like they really did this year. I mean, I don't know what you guys think, but that's how I feel. Well, I, I, I have to agree with you, yeah. I'll let 205 go, sorry. The thing about the solo battles is I'm curious to see how they're going to, I don't want to say how, I'm curious to see how, like, the weekend league rewards are going to shake, because I can see people complaining about the difference in between the two awards, or maybe even similarities. I just have the feeling that's going to be a big issue, but I would hope that they would raise the weekend league rewards off rip based off what I'm seeing in solo battles, because I would think that would be kind of diff, kind of messed up for a solo player to get as much to get that 250k for you know being number one on the solo battle leaderboards and you know the weekend league guy that finishes number one you know be getting the same thing. I, I don't feel like that's fair. I so definitely hope. Yeah, I. I'm I, definitely curious to see. I, I I would hope that weekend league rewards are better. Um, I know that for a large part of the year, like last year. Um, uh, well, not even until I. God, what month was it where they like really bumped up weekend league rewards? It was after something. I can't remember it off the top of my head now, but I mean, like thinking about weekend league, like. You're playing, and thankfully they started on Thursday this year. Friday through Sunday was horrible for playing 25 games in three days, especially when all you wanted to do on Sunday was watch football. So you basically only had Friday and Saturday to play. And, um, I mean, or you're like, late, super late Sunday night. Yeah, super late Sunday night. Yeah. And then you go into school or work the next morning and it's horrible and you hate the game. But I don't like, 
spending that much time on your weekend playing the video game and then placing in top 100, you should be almost guaranteed really, really nice awards instead of random packs that you might not get something good out of. To be honest, I would, if I were like a super, because I, I normally just got to like gold one and just like tapped out and took my free coins and, you know, every week or whatever. I feel like I would feel more enticed if I would rather them just give out like a pure, like a pure coin reward and like, oh, maybe like a like a fantasy pack or something like that based off your ranking or based off your your win total. I don't think there should be like uh and obviously if you finish number one or in the top 10, obviously your reward should be better than everybody's, obviously. But um, getting back to, uh, again, more improvements, um, the lifetime stats this year, like, okay, so if you play the game for the whole year um, and you play from beginning to end, you get lifetime, like it's a career stat tracker, stat tracker list. Um, it gives you, I, I don't know how many coins because right, right now there's no... Um, I believe I read 10k, or it's like increases to like every time you go up. So if you get 125k yards, that's 10. Then 250 is 20. Um, 500 is 30. So 40, 80, 120, uh, 160, 200, 240, 280. 320, 360, 400, 440? For completing that whole objectives list. Like, that is insane. 440,000 coins for completing an objectives list, if what you said is right. That is absolutely, monstrously insane. And that's just a- purely for playing the game. That's amazing. I have a I have a curious question. Did you guys from I don't know your guys' mutt history, but like from playing mutt in the past year, did you guys think that you would be able to attain, which this is very possible, within pretty much two days an eighty overall team? No. Like- I Last year, I, I struggled with getting uh, a really good team until, like, the Team of the Week stuff came out. I never thought getting an 80 overall this early would ever be attainable. Like, I usually figured that would be September, October kind of stuff. Yeah, I can't even tell you the last time that I had nearly as much coins as I have and some of the players that I have too, like even just the loyalty rewards that we got, like if you just purely go off of booting up the game, like assuming you played other Maddens, you get a couple or uh, what was it? Three eighty-three overall players. I think. Yep. It was three. Yeah. So you get three. And then if you bought the hall of fame, you get Antonio Brown. Um, this is all assuming you bought the hall of fame edition. And then if you did even any rookie premieres, those are some 79 overall players in your lineup. Like, it's just they threw so many 
really decent elites at you right away and coins. It just it feels like this is one of the more generous years opening up a Madden that I've ever seen. And I've been playing since 15 for Ultimate Team, I think. Yeah, I've only been playing since uh, Christmas of 17, which is when I met uh, 205. And, I mean, 17, I know my experience isn't as much to go off of as your guys's. Definitely not. But, wow, that was a loud pop in my ear. But, <laughs> but um, yeah, I re- honestly don't remember a time where I could honestly, like, pick up the game and go in- instantly go, oh, hey, I have an amazing team, uh, like, for day one of Madden. Well, um, you know, I guess I would be considered the, you know, old fart of this podcast when it comes to money. Because, <laughs> uh, you know, I started, my journey started way back in 13. And uh, 13, um, this kind of brings back that, you know, Madden 13 nostalgia because, you know, a lot of stuff in Madden 13 was like easy to obtain. And, you know, you actually got. I'm not going to say right now we're getting full value out of packs just yet, but there has been, there is value in packs right now. Um, although being that right now, it seems like, but there is value out there. And a lot of cards are obtainable. You know, normally Legends would be like at the mill right now off jump and they kind of hovering around, you know, 500K ish. So, you know, like they're attainable. Which, that may all change Friday, too, because, again, we're talking, like, the three of us have the Hall of Fame edition, and Standard doesn't come out until Friday. So, again, that could change come Friday. Well, I mean, if anything, especially on your guys' side, on Xbox, I I don't know, like, maybe your market is, like, close enough to kind of being set in stone, because you also had a lot of people that played EA Access, too. That's, That's very true. Yeah, so so I'm not sure how like how much the Xbox market is going to change. Um, I mean, I'm not really sure how much any of it's going to change because just from what we've been talking about, how much is given to us early on compared to other Maddens, we don't really know how much of an impact some of the cards are going to have on the market. But um, yeah, it's still a lot to tell. So. I don't think it's uh, the the market on Xbox is quite settled yet based off like, you know, I guess, you know, Friday is the release date, the the actual release date for the game. So I'm sure people are probably, you know, like the, the corn hoarding type of people are probably waiting until Friday to post their cards, thinking that they're going to finesse somebody. Which they usually end up doing. Um, okay, so I'm sorry. I'm definitely about to sidetrack us like a shit ton. But sidetracks are fine. But um, I, well, I was in the auction house. I'm in the auction house right now. I I was looking at uh, elite cards to kind of try and talk about like elite prices and stuff, and I came across something I had really wanted to talk about, and I had mentioned it in our uh, mutt group, but. Um, for you guys who are Bills fans, this is going to suck hearing this for you, but stay away from Micah Hyde's power-up. Um, his power-up, like, 
the core elite has 76. You power his up all the way, and it goes down to a 73. Which, I don't know if that's a glitch or whatnot, but I just felt like... Oh, you're talking about his speed, right? No, his, speed. His, his tackling. His actual tackling stat goes down. His speed might That's too. weird. Like, it, it really is weird, but I wanted to let people know so that way they didn't power it up and go, what the fuck is this, you know? Like I was doing throughout. No, I think, I think uh, I, if I'm not mistaken, I think I saw something about that in the patch notes that is going to be fixed, if I'm not mistaken, whenever the, I guess, the day one patch is out, well, I, I, I think. Well, I really hope so, because that really, like, that really sucks for fans of uh, the Bills and who are like, oh, I want that card, and they're, they're, that might scare them off. So I just figured I'd save everyone some time and let them know, hey, you might want to look out for this. All right, um, getting back to, on track, though, here. Um, so the initial Mutt Master this year, um, like when you first earn the card is after you reach level six and then you have to score a, a TD of any kind. Like you could score a rushing touchdown, passing touchdown, a defensive fumble recovery, interception, because that's how I got mine was the defensive uh, fumble recovery. But um, yeah, you can like all you have to do is score a touchdown and you've got the additional 70 overall card. And then... You will get the Mutt Master Chemistry cards and the Mutt Master um, Image card, I think it is. I'd have to go look at my binder to... Yes, you get one. I, I think you get both of them before you get any other uh, power-up, like any of the other... Um... Yeah, it's the Mutt Master Image card and the Mutt Master Chemistry Ability card. So you get both of those before you get anything else to power them up and you can't use those and those are probably going to sit in your binder until for most of us good a good sept mid-september early october ish situation because again going over what we what we talked about last time it looks like it's going to be difficult to power them up all the way like right off the bat like um it goes, you got to win 20 games under 70 overall. You got to win 40 games under 80. 50 games greater than or equal to 80. 100 that greater than or equal to 85. Uh, 25 daily objectives. 80,000 passing yards. 800 passing TDs. 2,500 rushing yards. 400 rushing TDs. 250 passes intercepted. 2,500 tackles. 125 forced fumbles, 40 sacks, and then all the solo stuff you can do, um, like, you can get it right, that stuff right off the bat. Um, then you've got the multiplayer games, which it goes from 10, and then there's four, uh, four, like, upgrades to, um, uh, 125. Like, it's the, you, you win 10, you get the chemistry ability, I guess. Uh, win 20, you get the Muttmaster image. Uh, 40, you get Muttmaster border. Um, 60, you get 92. And 125, you get the actual 95 overall token. Like, not the card itself. You just get the token. That will go in the power-up set. Which is crazy to think about. I mean, which, by the way, 
Did you guys like the uh, whole power-up system this year? Like, what did you think of it? What do you think of it so far? Like, like having the cards in packs, or like, what do you like? What specifically about just, like anything about the just the power-up program itself? Do you think it's an improvement from last year or a disimprovement from last year? Well, I mean, last year you had to do like pointless, uh, like what was it even just to get the base power up? You had to put, what was it? Like, a, Was it just a silver token? I can't remember what it was. Yeah, it was a silver token for some of them. Just yeah. to start them off, yeah. Yeah. And then, like, so, I mean, right now, obviously, it's an improvement because, I mean, the biggest thing was... Um, uh, what was it like uh, early in the year? I pulled uh, Nat Bobby Wagner from something and it was Nat. And all I wanted to do was upgrade his power up. And it felt like last year, if you had the Nat version of a card, they almost penalized you for having the Nat version of the card. Cause you had to put so many elite tokens into the set. Whereas if you got him auctioned, I think you got, it was less elite tokens to power up like certain cards. So I think, at least from right now, it definitely seems like it's an improvement over last year. 205? Uh, so, on to what, uh, caveat to what Austin said, I do believe that, you know, you did, you were penalized for having a nat version of the card, for sure. Uh, you were severely penalized because you had to put more tokens into the set. And tokens were a big drawback because uh, when the new power-ups came out, you know, the tokens were going to, the elite tokens was going to skyrocket, the players were going to skyrocket, everything's got the whole market shift when popular power-ups came. So uh, with this new system, I don't, I think, I think that, um, the market will stay fairly consistent throughout the year, I believe. I kind of think it's going to stay pretty, you know, pretty even. And then um, you always have the option to sell if you want to, to even sell the power up if you get a power up or you can keep it. Um, it's purely your choice. It's up to you. I, I like the training system, the training point system better than using tokens because i thought i think tokens should be used for you know the the uh the wheel of what you call it the the wheel of coins the you know what they're supposed to be used for the flashback packs the heavyweight packs the veteran packs leave let them be for that yeah and then the other thing too uh just really quick i wanted to add about uh, why I think like power-ups are better this year than last year. Um, so, I mean, you can never like guess when uh, flashback cards are going to come out or what kind of flashback cards are going to come out. But, I mean, for example, say that you, um, I don't know, like you had... Uh, Melvin uh, Gordon. Uh, yeah, yeah, Melvin Gordon. So, so pretend you have a Melvin Gordon power-up card and... Week two or week three, he is hurt and he's out for the year. So you pretty much, without 
like assuming a flashback or anything, know that he's not going to get any like better cards the rest of the year. So you can back out of that power up now. Now, granted, it costs you because you only get half the training back, but at least it's not zero like it was last year. Like you could power up a card and they could get hurt. And speaking of getting hurt, the year of all players getting hurt was last year in the NFL. The first year they did power ups was just kind of interesting, but. I mean, you're not shackled to anybody anymore. You can back out of like power-ups and agreements that you maybe didn't want to be in. So I think it's nice. And then it gives you more room to actually like use your favorite players. Like oh, you're for not, sure. yeah. You're not like super with the power-up thing. You're not like super boxed into like you know, like you said earlier, Austin, like. You know, you might have saw a blanket coverage guy last year for cheaper, but you ran, you know, physical front. And physical front was like the end-all, be-all Kim last year because that's what everybody was running for the longest time. So now this year it gives you – it feels like they gave you more creativity with this, Matt. They gave you – Way more flexibility. They gave you flexibility and creativity so you can, you know, actually have an ultimate team. Because, like, I'm I'm going to assume, like, even with the legend power-ups, I'm going to assume that they could, you know, include the ultimate legends when that time comes around in the power-up set. I would assume. Maybe. That they probably I, I, yeah. yeah, probably. But anyway, what you were what were you saying, Austin? Sorry, I didn't mean to interrupt. Oh, oh no, oh no, no, no! I was just gonna backpack on what you were saying that they're probably gonna have more power ups throughout the year, and then um, uh, I wow. So speaking of what you were talking about, like going off a of tangents, I have no idea why this just came into my head, but um, I was thinking about pack animations for some reason, and we were talking about um. Like, uh, for Team of the Week cards later in the year. I wonder, because they said, um, so I guess this could maybe, I don't know if we were planning on talking about programs or anything, but I know they said for Team of the Week this year, it's not going to be like how it was last year, where there was a player for every position. It's going to be like months of years past where you only got like four or five of the top performers for that week. But I wonder if there's even gold cards in Team of the Week, if all of them are going to be like green flashes or if they're all going to, like only the elite ones will be. I mean, we'll find out when that gets there. But that was a really weird thing that popped in my head. So we'll get back to whatever the hell we were talking about. We actually ended up taking a break here, but don't worry. We'll be right back with the show. Hey everybody, Jacob Westbrook here. So, let's talk for a second. Um, I did not get to edit this episode as cleanly as I would have liked to. I did the best job I could, but it's not perfect. Like, I'm, I'm, I know I missed a lot. I know I missed a ton of stuff that I wanted to clean up, maybe edit out. It sounds really raw, really, uh, but it's still, we still really had fun with this. 
it we uh, I love doing this. So hopefully you guys enjoy this episode. So basically my goal is to release episodes on Wednesdays. Next episode we're not going to be releasing until Thursday because Austin has prior engagements on the 15th, which is fine. I have no problem with that. But basically what I go through is I, we record the episode the night before release. I edit the night before until the day of. I put it all together that same day and I just I put it on our podcast site. And it goes out to you guys by by mid-afternoon. Um, this one's probably not going to go out till it's uh, it's 5.17 p.m. As I'm saying this, I've been editing since, since noon today. And so this one's probably not going to go out because I still have some final touches to make. This one's probably not going to go out until 6.37 so, like I said, I hope you guys enjoy it. I hope you guys listen. And please don't be too harsh on us about how uh, it sounds. Uh, I really, I really, really put a lot of effort into the editing. It's just I know I didn't get to do everything I wanted with the edit, especially where, you know, I have a daughter who's six months old, and she requires a lot of attention. So doing that and doing this at the same time it's kind of hard to keep up like to do, be able to do everything to do this perfectly so i'm sorry it doesn't sound amazing but uh next time i promise a way cleaner way cleaner episode like i promise to make it way way cleaner to make the episode sound more crisp and way way cleaner as we can because we're only using Skype and Audacity. So with that being said, everybody, uh, I hope you enjoyed this episode. And let's get back to the show. Alrighty, so we're back. And we're here talking about the programs that are now in MUT. Um, the first one we're going to talk about is the campaign. Um, 205, could you take us through that and basically like break it down for the guys that are getting the game on Friday that haven't really played it yet? Um, well, the campaign is a string of uh, 60, 65 solos. Um, you are rewarded... Um, Eight campaign tokens, which give you uh, four to get an offensive one and four for a defensive one. Um, what I've noticed is everybody has typically been going for Deion Jones on defense. And I know that uh, the what you call it has kind of been a toss-up as far as offense based on needs. I know a lot of people aren't getting Ben Roethlisberger because, you know, people are going to be pushing for the uh, – Journey Carson went so, you know, um, a lot of people, you know, just it's preference. I couldn't tell you which car would be the best car for somebody to choose because 
team need preference. Everybody's team need and preference is different. One I would say to stay away from, though, me personally, because I looked at, like, all the stats. Um, if you're big on block shedding, definitely stay away from uh, Joey Bosa because I have 83 overall Nat uh, Demarcus Lawrence. He has 78. Joey Bosa has 75 as an 87. That's not good. Yeah, Bosa's definitely one I'd probably stay away from. And then the other thing I was going to say, too, uh, about what the players you get from the campaign, um, I, I I probably wouldn't get – well, I mean, I personally definitely wouldn't get Ben Roethlisberger because just from leveling up, there's too many options to pick, like, nat quarterbacks through those level-up packs. And then, like, QBs really aren't – super expensive in general anyway and you'd get better value out of anybody else even golden tate rather than like big uh, ben probably if this was if this is my uh podcast austin i would kick you <laughs> off right now you know but uh we're just gonna i'm just gonna pretend that i didn't hear you say that big steelers big fan over there <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna pretend i didn't hear you say that um but i understand the logic um i i personally needed a quarterback with the arm and you know i'm a big you know throw power guy and it's you know and what you call it had the ben had the arm that i like to have for my uh my scheme so i went with him so 205 um you said during the break that you had a question to ask me in austin now that we've done yes campaign. yes 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 I this is this is kind of a two part question. Okay. One, who are who do you guys think would be your your launch day pick for Ultimate Master? And the second part to the question is who do you think will be the two, three, or how many ever Legends they decide to put out this week for Launch Weekend Legends? Well, I'll jump in uh, pretty quick on the second part because I don't know if you guys saw it. I'm pretty sure I linked it in our in our chat group, but Mutt Leaks um, tweeted out that Gut Fox is going to be talking about the Legends that are coming in, I guess, and the screenshot that Mutt Leaks used was Troy Polamalu, and especially with it being opening weekend and them wanting to get some money out of people, I feel like Troy Polamalu is probably in that opening legend list. I don't know. Uh, what was like? You said Ultimate Master for the first question? Yes. I was so thrown off by that, I put my controller down because I literally don't know. <laughs> that's, a, that's a tough question, man. Um, okay. I'm going to jump in here. Um, first of all, to your Troy Polamalu comment, I'm pretty sure we heard 205 squeal like a little girl on Christmas when you mentioned that Troy Polamalu is going to be in the game. I might have to open up the wallet. The wallet <laughs> might have to be opened up. I really hope his hair looks good. I would really hope his hair looks good. I hope it looks like in the Head and Shoulders commercials that you used to Oh, see yeah, yeah. Like he would be like, I hit people hard on the field. I don't want to get hit hard by dangerous. And you would be like, oh, shit. 
Oh, that's good. Like, because you were like a 13, 14-year-old kid who thought this shit was funny. Um, so, yeah, to your second part, I definitely think uh, Troy Palomalu is getting a card this weekend. Um, another guy, I think, will be that will be getting a card this weekend. That doesn't get as much love. Um, probably Eddie, honestly. Eddie Too Tall. He'll probably get a card this weekend. What makes you think Too Tall is getting a card right away? Just the way they're doing defensive line, the way there's not, like, a lot of elite defensive linemen, like, absolutely monstrous elite, other than, what, Khalil Mack and Aaron Donald are, like, the two best that you want on, on the defensive line itself. I'm not talking, like, backers who play in a 3-4, rushing the quarterback or anything like that. I'm talking pure left end, pure right end, and all that. Like, for me... I feel like where there's only really two or three premium options, they'll want to give you another option so everybody's not going, oh my god, another position drought. Um, another one I think that will be getting a card this weekend is... Oh god. I had it and I lost it. Eh, I'll remember it in a little bit. Hopefully this year we get a legend kicker, though. I do want to say that. That would be awesome to get a legend That would definitely kicker. be nice. And to the Mutt Master question, it's it's easy. You got to go with the greatest quarterback of all time. Like, the greatest quarterback to ever play the game. Dan, the fucking man, Marino. Greatest quarterback. Oh, of my. Oh, okay. So, so you're picking Dan Marino for the ultimate master. Yes, I am. You're damn right. Go Dolphins all the fucking way. I mean, that's, I mean, it's, hey, that's. Your choice, early pick. But now, um, so my uh, launch day ultimate master pick would be one of my all-time favorite mutt, you know, all-stars, um, Night Train Lane. Ooh, that's a good one. Uh, that's, that, that's who I think would be ultimate master. And the one player I would, from mutt leaks like I saw on Twitter, it looks like it could be Troy Palomalu, which I would be very grateful for that. That would be amazing, actually, now that I think about it. at the same time, we got to think about this and put this into perspective. This is launch weekend. I would not be surprised at all I know where you're going if Michael this. Vick was this elected is, this weekend. Yeah, bro... This is crazy. I could tell by your voice that Michael Vick was coming, and then you said Michael Vick. Oh, man. As soon as he was like, it being launch weekend, I was like, I know where he's going with this. I know where he's fucking going with this. I mean... I mean, y'all can't call me crazy for that comment, because, I mean, I I would not be surprised. It would not surprise me either, honestly. I would like them to see... I would like to see them change it up and not be like... Oh, here's Michael Vick, you know. Like, last year, they did change it up a little bit. He was a later release, which I thought was really cool because that didn't make it like... It didn't seem like... It was a cash grab. Everybody knew it was a fucking cash grab. But it didn't seem like, oh, we're trying to grab your wallet, make you grab your wallet, like, this weekend right away after you spent $60. Do, so do, do you guys feel like the launch Legend lineup was good? Like, like oh... Yeah, um, I'm. I mean, I'm a 
I'm a Vikings fan, so I saw Randy Moss and got super excited. I, I get excited anytime I see Randy Moss, but I don't know, like legend, like legends, and especially anything opening week should get you really excited. And I don't know, like, like seeing Sean. So, like in my mind, still fresh in my mind, and a lot of people's minds was Sean Taylor's uh, card last year. And then how you could like level it up throughout the season. Seeing him at like a ninety overall right now, it's just it doesn't like I wasn't excited. Like I wish they like saved him till late. I don't know. There's a lot of legends that I think uh and, and we talked about in the first podcast, like about pedigree and stuff. And I feel like legends that have pedigree should be saved for when the numbers are higher. Like I don't think Sean Taylor should have been an initial release, but everybody has their differing opinions on that. Uh I kind of agree with that. Like, I kind of, so, I don't know too much about Willie Rofe. So, I mean, I guess I'm fine with him being a launch legend. Lorenzo Neal, I know Lorenzo Neal was one of the best fullbacks of all time. So, I mean, I'm pretty fine with that. Um, Moss. And Sean Taylor, I'm surprised that they are, you know, launch legends. I'm surprised because you would think that they might be like, you know, on the, um, you know, like the 93, 94 area for their first legend cards, you would think. Um, But as far as the other ones, I'm fine with all of them. I think something. Yeah, go ahead, Jake. I'm sorry, my bad. You're good. I was just going to piggyback off of his last comment about how he thought that would be later. Like, I thought they would be like the ninety in the ninety three ninety four group instead of ninety ninety one respectively off launch. That's that just feels wrong to me. It feels like they were like, oh hey, Randy Moss got inducted to the Hall of Fame this inducted in. Did he get inducted this weekend? I can't remember. Yes, yes, it was this yep, weekend. Yeah, yes, he did. I loved watching it. It was great. Okay, because I couldn't remember. I like for some reason the Hall of Fame ceremonies always escape me, like exactly when they get inducted. But yeah, it was Saturday. I watched some of them. Okay. Um. Yeah, that I felt like this Randy Moss was a cash grab because again, you know. Oh, he just got inducted into the Hall of Fame. We're releasing the Hall of Fame edition this weekend. Boom. Money link right there. I think it would have been sick, and I'd have been completely okay with the cash the cash grab if EA synchronized either the legends that you got for pre-ordering Hall of Fame edition or the opening day legends exactly with the legends that came in to Canton, Ohio this last weekend. I think that would have been... That would have been a really cool, like, maybe even promo to start the year. Like, so I mean, or like a, like a, um, they could have done like a, let me see, like a Boss Hall of Fame edition legend to all of those. Like, had the set legend, like, be like a base legend, but kind of have like a Boss legend that was like boosted due to the fact that they got into the Hall of Fame. That'd be cool. All right, so, uh, Getting back to getting on, well, piggybacking on the idea of promos. What promos are you guys excited to see this year? 
like seeing how they're gonna do do it this year and all that what are you excited to see uh, uh 205 if you do you want to go first you got it brother okay um well i like i don't have a lot of like i mean everybody's excited for most feared and then i mean chris's promo i i'd probably say the most popular promos in the year are most feared christmas and um would you maybe throw black friday in there for the big three i don't really know maybe super bowl Maybe Super Bowl. Probably, yeah, definitely Super Bowl. Not a thing about you're right. But if anything, the only thing that I kind of want them to do this year is to maybe get more original. Like in years past, I don't know if you guys remember the most beard promo, but that was like the most random promo ever to just celebrate dudes with great beards in the NFL. Like it'd be sweet if they maybe had more random promos like that just to kind of throw people for a curveball and be like oh this is new like this looks fun so i'm just hoping for more creativity on ea's end 205 um the promo that i'm looking for uh well for one i'm curious to see how they're gonna do team of the week this year i'm i'm curious to see if they're actually gonna give like you know, players that deserve the love for that particular week. Um, and I know, uh, you know, Jacob, you're going to get a, this is going to segue into you because I know how you feel about these particular um, things. Um, I'm curious to see if the ghost promo is going to come back for Christmas. Jesus <laughs> fucking Christ. Where are my fucking ghosts from last year? Like, goddamn, I'm still upset about that. I am sorry. EA, you owe us a fucking explanation as to why ghosts were not there last year. Like, god fucking damn, you morons, you idiots. Why? Why did you not have ghosts in Christmas last year? Like, Deshaun Watson would have been a great ghost of Christmas future. But no, you decided to give us fucking zero chill, which nobody got excited for. Everybody was like, I'd rather fuck my sister. And... <laughs> that might have been a little bit harsh, but that's just how... Might have, might have been a little bit. But I, that's oh. just how strongly I feel about the ghost promo. Okay, like they, they it it deserves to come back. Bring it back, EA. Bring it fucking back. Whew. Now I'm off my high horse. All right, you guys talk for a minute. That was that was a lot. <laughs> um. Okay. What would be the biggest enjoyment launch day of Madden? Well, what? What is the, like, your, I guess, the one thing that you feel like is going to keep you throughout the year? Like, that has to do with launch? Or, uh, didn't really understand the question. Well, like, what what do you think, do you think Madden, with the way they projected the solos out already to almost be 500, do you think that there will be... A continuous update or do you feel like they will get lazy like they did last year i think especially and i and there was an interesting um it, it wasn't really even a conversation but 
Um, there was just like one day on Reddit I was going through, and I can't remember the guy's name, but he gave some really great ideas for um, like why Fortnite has been so fantastic and why he hopes EA will hopefully follow their model. And I tagged Kralo in the post just because I wanted like maybe another dev could see it. Because I mean, we all know what Kralo's going through with his heart attacks and stuff right now. That dude's mm-hmm. been fighting through some crazy stuff. But, I mean, even Kralo responded and talked about how he and a lot of the other devs at EA are playing Fortnite a lot. And I would like to think across all games, like not just Madden, like that Fortnite has impacted how much companies maybe give back to their players and give you more of a free chance to continue to get content. So... I mean, I think them, I would like to think, now, like 205 said, like we don't know what's going to happen throughout the year. They might get lazy again and be good old EA like they've always been. But at least from right now, it seems like they're giving us stuff and we can only hope that they're going to continue to give us stuff. So. Okay, is it my turn? Because, Yeah, turn. go ahead. Yeah. Uh, I'm, I'm still kind of worked up about... Uh, the ghosts over here. Um, uh, what? What's gonna keep me around from launch? Um, yeah, I just want continuous updates. I don't want to see them get lazy like they did last year. Ghost. Um, fucking. Like, I don't want them to lowball on promos. I don't want them to. What's the word I'm looking for here? I don't want them to just cash it in and go. Fuck the customer. We don't give a fuck about you guys. Because that's what it felt like last year. Like, especially towards the end. With how dry it was. And how much of the same players you were seeing constantly. Over and over and over. Like, all there was at the end of last year. Was boss battles. The NFL replays. And even those were like. Oh, it's not a promo. It's just weekly content they're releasing. To keep us from complaining. And then finally they released Movers, which they were about a year and a half late on. Um, And then Summer Blockbusters. Um, Like, they were... The Summer Blockbusters were kind of lackluster, I guess. I mean, they were pretty cool, I'm not going to lie. But it kind of felt like it was just, oh, we're going to do... Like, it felt like to me... Like we talked about in the last podcast, they basically were like, oh, here's guys who have... Ooh, excuse me. We Here are guys who had power-ups throughout the year that we were just too lazy to bother powering up that you guys can use now. And it's like, wow, uh, thanks for giving me cards that I have, that I could have used like a couple of months ago and all that. Well, man, like, oh, yeah, yeah, go ahead, 205. In a sense to, you know, kind of caveat over what you just said about the, you know, the oversaturation of of certain cards in the market. I hope with the way that they did power ups and that there's a lot more per team instead of like what the four was last year per team. I feel like it opened up. Like more card variety as a whole, but. All we can do is see. That's like the one thing that I'm hoping that will kind of keep me around, you know, like the card variety. Because, you know, it does get kind of, you know, knowing that we're going to see. We all know 
you know, Antonio Brown. He's going to have a monster game. He's going to get a team of the week. We know Julio's going to get one because, you know, Julio always get his, you know, them 200-yard, three-touchdown games. We know Odell's going to get his numbers. We know certain players are definitely going to be powered up and get their numbers throughout the year. But the real question is, will there be maybe a rookie that, you know, nobody expected? Will he get a, you know, nice card? Or will they just try to, like, force out stuff for the uh, rookie premieres? You know, will they will they just do that? Will they just, like, try to push the rookie premiere stuff out? Well, at least if you did Saquon, um, that's paying off for you, like, week one, week two of Madden being released. Like, that is paying off for you instantly. August 14th, baby, 88 overall. Let's go. I know. I'm so excited. That I don't, I'm not buying another halfback. I got one in the nap packs, and I was like, "Fuck it, I'll just use him." Till, because I know I've got an 88 overall back coming, who's gonna have 90 speed at the very least. I'll be very surprised if it was under 90, at the very least, because his his rookie premier card is already faster than most elites. He has 85 speed as a 79. Like that's. Insane. I don't think. I don't think he. I don't think he's gonna. Well, I mean, hey, you know, we might as well talk about this with that, you know, free jump. Because, you know, if you did Saquon Barkley, you do get uh, the free 88 on Monday, the 14th, um, for free. Or you can, there's a set form, too, which I don't know what the the count is because it's not unlocked yet, obviously. But I do feel like, I could tell you the yes, he would be, he would be a definite, um, Easy card to use until maybe October. He should be a lot of people's running back until October. I would think. I definitely could see myself like using Saquon's powered up card and uh, um, Ricky Williams level master. I could see myself using that one two punch. And I bet a lot of people will be using that one two punch for a long time. Okay, so I'm looking at the set now. You have to add all 75 to 79 overall core rookies for his 88 overall card. Yeah, but if you did is if you did is what you call it, you don't you don't need to. Yeah, you don't have to do the set. That's what I was getting at. Like if you didn't do the set, it's pro- I think there's like six or seven of core rookies in that 75 to 79 overall range. I'd have to look honestly at the auction house um but while i'm doing that and give you guys an exact number um what solos are aggravating you the most right now like i know there's solos that come out at launch that everybody's like oh man this is taking forever what um what solos do you think or like get you're just like fuck this i i'm done so solo sequence or just like one particular solo well solo sequence um you could do solo sequence. Um, the oddly enough, the funny thing is, I thought uh, I was gonna have more problems with the passing on uh, rookie the the rookie uh, gauntlet challenges, and it turns out to be the one thing that I'm actually good at and pride myself in is what I'm having the more problem in. I'm having trouble um, with the rushing ones. Um, I feel like with them putting this stuff on comp, because it is on comp, 
I feel like um I don't feel like it's like so annoying even though it is but I kind of like the challenge so I feel like them putting those particular ones on comp will help it not make so boring because you know how some solo sequences were last year where it's like you pretty much did the same thing you got up by whatever and then you just ran the clock you know what I'm saying yeah so I feel like that kind of gives you a little something to desire well like the biggest thing I think like and and I haven't played those souls granted I'm only because I just got the game at 11 o'clock yesterday on ps4 um but i i'm only doing the campaign solos right now but like what you were saying like you can't dree archer strong toss it this year like because of the whole real player motion and because of this game just in a in a whole being more realistic as a football game than the last madden's have been like you can't just toss it to the outside, hit a corner and burn. Like you actually have to like set up the play. You have to follow your blocking a little bit easier. Like it's not as easy as it used to be. So like the gauntlet rushing solos for me have been incredibly challenging because I'm not a really good like rushing person. Um, I'm not 205 in that respect. But the, they are like they are really challenging. I mean, I'm looking at them right now. To have to rush the to get the uh, last one, like in the rushing uh, ladder, you have to rush from 60 yards out, and then from the rushing countdown, you have to rush um, from 90 yards, 99 yards out in one play to get uh, the other uh, gauntlet trophy, and that's that's going to be really tough for a lot of people to do. So, um, okay, getting into other, like, level solos, which, um, the ones we're getting ready to talk about, I haven't even unlocked yet, and I don't think 205's unlocked them. Uh, the Journey solos, we're not really going to talk about the solos as much because, again, we're not able to look at them. However, we do know there, there's a lot. Um, 173 solos in particular in that sequence we are however going to talk about the card that you get rewarded with from that solo sequence which is the qb that everybody's probably going to want to get once they're able to get that solo challenge that solo sequence that is and that's the 89 or 90 overall if you power them up carson wins uh yes uh you they said it takes five to six hours, which I believe that probably could be true to a degree, or maybe seven hours of, of play time. Um, I think that that will be a long, long grind, but I do also think that to have an 89 overall card this uh, a not overall quarterback at that this early in the game is different and shocking, but I do feel like EA got it right. Like well, them having by quarterback. Yeah, like just like so what you're saying, and, and I and I partially agree with you. Like having an 89 overall quarterback 
that's pretty accessible, quote unquote, this early is kind of like nuts, but it's cool nuts in a way. But the other thing too, like we were just talking about how long it takes to finish the journeys. Like you can't just show up one day and finish all these journey solos and have an 89 once. Like it's a grind. So I feel like that'll separate one, the people that get the Wentz and two, like early on, like say even end of August, early September, if you see people with a Wentz, you're like, this dude plays the game. Like he grinded for Wentz already. So it shows when you play online too, like, Hey, like I've been playing this game like crazy. I already have a Wentz. So I think that's cool. I mean, once I'm able to get uh, those journey solos, especially if it's while I'm off these next three days, best believe I am doing everything I fucking can to get that win. I don't care if I have to literally sit on my uh, recliner, play all the journey solos. Damn it, I am getting that win. I want that win. Uh, it. I was looking at the card a little bit ago. I'll pull up what I was looking at again. Like it looks like a really good card. Have you? Have either of you guys had a chance to check it out in depth? Um, two hundred five probably. Uh, me and him probably saw the same Texas boy video today. Cause didn't he just get once? If I'm not mistaken. Yeah, I've seen Texas boy GS, um, wheels and somebody else. I think Bigtionary. I think they all have wins. I think they all did the journeys already. Because I'm pulling him up now to look at him. Ooh, excuse me. And when I looked at him earlier, I know I asked you guys to look at him so we could uh, really go in depth about it. I understand if you guys didn't have time. Um, but I looked at him earlier, and some of the stats on this card, like even without the upgrade, before you get to the upgrade, Wow, his quick sell value is really high. 800 training points for quick selling him. It's going to be tempting to a lot of people. Um, That's the same training points as Antonio Brown's HOF card is, right? Yeah. Oh, yeah. 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 So, I mean, that's going to be tempting to a lot of people to say, oh, I already got a quarterback. I'm going to complete the journey solos to get 800 more training points. Basically. Well, I mean, I think I, I feel like I don't feel like I could do something like that knowing that I just played 173 solos knowing that it took um, five or six hours oh, I mean, of I could, gameplay time I, I, that I could I couldn't mentally do something like that because would you lose sleep over it? <laughs> like grinding for something like that, I probably would see something like that in my nightmares <laughs> for like quick selling it. Cause like, I mean, I feel like if you're going to do that, you might, you might as well not have even wasted the time doing it. Oh, right. That's I, how I feel. I agree with you there. I'm just saying some people will be like, I already have a quarterback, but I want the training points. So, I mean, it is, I mean, any, yeah, it is. Go ahead. Sorry. Points. Um, but what were you going to say, Austin? Well, just uh, kind of going off of what you were saying, anybody who's in that boat to say, I already have a quarterback and I just want these training points, I mean, those dudes got to already have an 84, 85 overall team to even think about that. Because, like, I don't know, at this point in the game he's right now. The best, he's pretty much the best quarterback. Yeah, like outside, outside of, of Steve, Young, Steve Young. Yeah, yeah. 
He, <laughs> he's pretty much the best quarterback. Well, I'm looking at the stats here. Um, let me go through them really quick. Um, 78 speed, 83 accuracy. That's with all the accuracy he has. 78 agility, agility, yeah. 68 strength and 65 jumping. That's just like his general stats. His passing stats: 90 throw power, which I think goes up to a 91 with his upgrade card. Um, 89 throw accuracy short, 85 throw medium, 81 throw deep, 89 throw on the run, 88 play action, 73. Well, no, 72. I'm sorry. 72 throw under pressure and 89 block shed. Or no, break sack. That's what that is. Why did I read that as block shed? They need to really change like that to B uh, B B S C K is what I think. Because then that would make it easier to read. Yeah, I'd probably agree with you there. Because it says B S K on the Mutthead site, and you automatically go block shed. Or make Blockshed BSH. Like, it's just, I'm so used to seeing it be BSK on Blockshed, I said it like that. But, I mean, for a card that's basically out in, from launch, that's pretty good. What do you guys think? And free at that. And free. And don't forget yeah. free. But what do you guys think about it? Well, like, um, it was a, it was something that we were talking about um like a little bit ago we were talking about how uh what is there like 460 i think 205 you said 463 solos at launch something yes. like that yeah yeah so like, like so that all those solos at launch and then an 89 overall qb for playing solos i really and we have a lot to go this year and see if ea like keeps up with this but and not, from, not to mention all the stuff in between too, all the stuff that you could possibly get from packs from doing the other solo sequences in between. Yeah, and like from what we've seen for solos, like the sheer number of solos, the rewards for solos, even like I was watching their Twitch for their opening for competitive this year, and it looked like there was effort behind their competitive stream on Twitch. It just it feels like. I and it's really nervous to say it because it is EA, but it feels like it's kind of a new leaf going around. Like they're like really, like they kind of trying to change their brand a little bit more, like for rewarding more solo players, making it more social. I think it looks good so far. I I I'm gonna say uh, I I do I see the the direction that they're going in, and I hope. I, I just hope that they can get it consistent. I really do. I hope they can get it consistent because off launch, off launch, and maybe I'm sure in in the close to the end of the month podcast, I'm sure we'll do, you know, a, like a month review or something like that at one of the one of these next few uh, podcasts. But I hope they get it right that's all i'm gonna say i just really hope they get it right i think we all hope they get it right um there's because it does it does seem like they have like i guess that they watched the Fortnite formula kind of 
and they're trying to like mold it the EA way, I guess you could say. And I really hope that's true. I hope they do that. Um, so I was looking at the rewards because it was up on a loading screen while I was doing a solo. You get 12 packs and 121k coins just for completing the so uh, journey solos. That's not including the Carson wins, obviously. Which, that's insane. So and that's not even including those 12 packs have gold premium packs. They have elite player packs. Like, there's yeah, you a get lot a guarantee of... I think you get two... Two for sure, for sure, guaranteed elites, right? Yeah, I'm not sure on that. And one is, yeah, it's one of. I know one of them for a fact is an 86, 86 to 88, and then there's the possibility of you getting some throughout the gold premiums and the um and the gold <laughs> player packs. Well, technically, you would technically you would get three guaranteed elites because you get Carson Wentz too. So, what are your guys' thoughts on launch week, basically, kind of to wrap up here? Uh, 205, you can go first because you've had EA access for a little bit, so you've had a little bit more uh, than I've had. I, I think that as far as, like, launch for much, I feel like this has been the best launch in a couple of years now just like i said earlier the thing is will it stay this way that's the only thing i have to say yeah i um i mean i've only been playing it for <clears throat> a day or so but i mean from how it feels right now um i talked about the elite fantasy pack you get like for 150 points right off the rip um like between that everything that we've talked about so far and even the little promises that could be happening throughout the year i say could because it's still ea but like them talking about how they want to update the um the spot like the playlist in game throughout the year with new music like it just sounds like between how well launch went and how things might be looking to the future, that we should be set up for a really, really solid Madden this year. Okay, um, I actually just thought of something. I was wanting to ask you guys during the podcast, but thank you for reminding me, Austin. So, during the launch week, the that YG song and Big Sean song... It oh, made, yeah, yep. It made a lot of noise, a lot of press because they did. EA did uh, something I like to call preventive maintenance, I guess, in the industry that they work in because apparently they thought they didn't have the rights to Colin Kaepernick's name, so they edited it out. Uh, so this question really has two parts. Uh, what did you guys think of them doing that? And then uh, what did you think of their excuse for it? I mean,. Two hundred five. You want you want me to go first, or you got it. You okay. can go first. Um, I don't like the reasoning behind them saying that they censored Kaepernick's name out because they didn't have the rights to him. I so I mean, there's a little bit. I think we haven't really heard about this story. Like, do we know 
that it was on EA's side, or do we know if like the NFL itself had any influence on like them not having Kaepernick in the song? Um, we don't. They haven't said enough. Like that part has not been said by anybody. But um, I th- I think the NFL did have a little bit of influence. I'm just gonna say it. They're they are the no fun league for a reason, and they are the same league that only suspended Ray Rice two games uh, for a video act, something caught on video, versus suspending Ezekiel Elliott for six games for something that it came out he actually didn't do. I'm just going to say it. Or not, he didn't actually do, but they acquitted him, there were no charges brought on him, and there was no evidence. So, I mean, the NFL has really been inconsistent on that, I guess you could say. So, because. Yeah. I could see the NFL definitely doing something like that. Go ahead. Yeah, we could, spe- uh, uh, we could spend a whole podcast going over how inconsistent and I would say unjust a lot of the I, – I more lean like and, – and I and I won't talk a lot about it because this is a Madden – I mean football is a part of this podcast, but I don't really think like any of the drug suspensions should be happening in the NFL at all. I mean we could talk about that forever like I said. But basically with the Kaepernick thing, uh, just to wrap it up, I think EA's excuse was, like, um, they got caught in the act, and it was dumb that he was even censored. Um, I don't, like, them censoring it just brings more attention to this than EA or even, like, Madden would have wanted. Like, I, I just hope we can get past this and just, like, let people, like, do their thing. Like, there's too much drama in the game right now, man. It's frustrating. 205, you got anything to say? Um, I didn't even, re- I'm to, 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 to keep it real, I didn't really pay attention to like to hearing that song initially. I really didn't notice that they had cut that part out until I was scrolling on Twitter and I seen it. And Reddit was Reddit and Twitter. And I think I saw it on Instagram too. I really didn't pay attention to it like that. But, um, my thing is, they really did do some preventative maintenance because they probably were thinking that they were about to lose a few sales on the game. Do I think it was on EA side? No, I don't really think it was on EA side. I think it was more the NFL probably bared down on him, and they tried to use that. You know, the the the, the not having the rights to him was a cover up, pretty much. It was just like a little quick cover-up. We're like, we're going to cover this up real quick. Alrighty. Well, so that's that's the excuse. Alrighty. Well, I think that's going to do it for us this week. Um, this should be up on Wednesday midday, maybe Wednesday afternoon, because I am going to spend a lot of time editing. Um, so you guys will be hearing this on Wednesday, August 8th. So for myself, 205... And Austin, we'll see you back here on August 16th. Have a great night, guys. If you made it to this point in the show, congratulations. You made it to the end. Thank you for listening. Again, sorry about it being so raw and even after the final edit. 
But I still hope you enjoyed the show, and we will be back with you on August 16th to talk what you need to do heading into the next weekend league and how to build your team heading into the next weekend league and what to look out for. So for myself, 205, and Austin, we'll see you on August 16th. Have a wonderful day.